Hey, little sister, what have you done? It's a nice day for a podcast. Yeah, it is a nice day for a podcast. Hello. Uh, It's a nice day to talk about the things we're going to talk about, too. How about uh, fast food horror stories? The horror of fast food. Um, I've got an incredible uh, sex story for you. Another one of my incredible sexcapades. Wait till you hear this one. You're not going to believe it. Um, How many of you are dieting? And how many of you are on a chocolate diet? Yeah, wait till you hear this. It's the new diet, and it involves only eating chocolate? What are you kidding? Uh, We're going to touch on female terrorists. Um, We're going to talk about uh, crazy cell phone obnoxious people again, once again. Um, Did I mention I'm going to be telling a sex story? Another one of my crazy sex stories? No, I'm just peppering that in there. Um, And then, of course, Dr. Ascot is here today. I've got a visit with him. It's Friday. What a pain in the ass that is. But it's all good. We're all going to feel better after we listen to the Harlan Highway. Welcome to the Harlan Highway. You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? There's an element of uncontrolled chaos. The Harlan Highway. Serving everyone from presidents and kings to the scum of the earth. What a treat. Oh, wait. Was she a great big fat person? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You need many years of therapy. Hey, Harlan, it's Stephanie from Denver. Just do me. You might want to think twice before sticking your penis in there. Just do me. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. Okay, here's a thought. Do you think that when terrorists see a female suicide bomber with a bunch of TNT strapped to her chest, they all stare at her and say, Wow, she's the bomb. Harland Williams. Okay, okay, thank you, okay. Maybe one of the cheesier ways to open the show with a cheesy gag. But speaking of explosions, it happened again. I was sitting in an airport, okay? And I know you're probably getting sick of this story, but I I just got to keep hammering home to you people. When you're on your cell phone in a public place, the rest of the world doesn't want to hear your BS. So here I am sitting in an airport once again. And there's people all around. You're sitting at your gate. It's shoulder to shoulder. And some old guy's sitting across from me eating a banana, talking on the phone as loud as could be. Yeah, everything's okay. Yeah, I feel much better. The diarrhea is gone. And I'm not coughing. And okay, thanks, buddy. Thanks for sitting there eating your banana and, um, you know, talking to us about your exploding diarrhea. Great stuff. Just please, people, you know, is that anything that urgently needed to be expressed to anybody? 
And wouldn't you be a little embarrassed if you had diarrhea? Wouldn't you want to wander off into a corner and whisper it? Yeah, the, uh, the diarrhea is gone. And by the way, who on the other end of a phone ever wants to hear about your exploding butt? I don't need any of my friends to call me and go, guess what, man? My diarrhea is gone. No way. Really? Tell me all about it. Okay, well, the other day I was squirting off. You know, it's like, come on. And this guy just talked about it like, you know, he just, uh, you know, was reading a road map. Yeah, so my diarrhea is gone and my headaches have cleared up. And Okay, thanks, buddy. How about, how's that banana going for you? You get the feeling the diarrhea might be back in a few minutes? Yeah, probably, but... Oh, God. So for those of you that don't think of it, that aren't aware of it, next time you're on the phone in public, take a little look around. Maybe hush your voice if you're talking about your period or your herpes or your diarrhea or your bowel cramps. Anything uh, that we don't want to hear, go go find a quiet area. <laughs> God. All right, well, let's move on to something cool. i got to read this letter to you. I, l- I love this letter. It was... Uh, It's very cool. It's very inspiring. It goes back to a letter I read a few shows back about people uh, out there in the world listening to the Harlan Highway. And I thought you guys would like to know, uh, you know, because I think the majority of my listeners are North America, Canada, uh, the United States. And and I want you to know that the, uh, the highway is stretching out across the rest of the planet. Listen to this. This is an email from uh, Carolyn Studney. Thank you, Carolyn. Great name. Uh, the subject is Stockholm Syndrome. Dear Harland, I was recently in Stockholm, Sweden, alone on vacation, wanting to get away from it all. After several days, I had a bit of a meltdown, being thousands of miles away from friends and family. Lonely and homesick, wondering why I decided to run off to the other side of the globe, I curled up in my bed and listened to some of your podcasts. It was a little bit of home brought to me in Scandinavia. With the help of the Harlan Highway and a couple of Xanax, (laughs) I was able to relax, get up, and get out and enjoy my stay in Europe. Thanks for bringing me a smile and a few laughs, Carolyn. Hey-oh! Hey, you know what? My pleasure. That's what it's all about. The Harlan Highway stretches all over the globe, under the ocean, over the mountains, through the volcanoes, and past the banana patches. Um, So, Carolyn, thank you for your letter. Safe, happy travels. Um, And, uh, you know, try and alert some of uh, our friends on the other side of the globe of the Harlan Highway. And uh, just a great email. So keep on trucking. And uh, we're going to keep on trucking right here on the Harlan Highway. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. Mmm, chocolate. You want a chocolate? Mmm, chocolate. Mmm, chocolatey, chocolatey, chocolate. Give me some chocolate. Yeah. Okay, now this is ridiculous. Somebody somewhere, some scientist or some medical team or something, put out a study that apparently dark chocolate 
could be considered a health food. Can you just imagine all the uh, fatties over at Weight Watchers chewing on chocolate? Boom, boom. Uh, honey, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing, I'm dieting. <laughs> well, what are you doing with that chocolate bar? I told you, I'm dieting. <laughs> Come on, man. Chocolate is a health food? Okay, well, what's next uh, for, for a drink? Well, how about a bottle of syrup? Hmm? Honey, what are you drinking? Nothing. It's just a bottle of log cabin syrup. Is there a problem? I'm trying to diet, for God's sakes. <laughs> Do you mind if I dip my chocolate in my log cabin syrup? <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, Jim, how's that uh, pizza diet going? Oh, it's going pretty good. Found out I can put chocolate and syrup on my pizza, so that's really been helping out. <laughs> These studies are crazy. Diet and exercise, people, okay? I don't think the chocolate diet's going to get you over the hump. It'll maybe create a hump right in your belly. That's about it. Isn't dieting just about the cruelest form of human torture we know? Forget about waterboarding and all that other nonsense. You know, it's got to be dieting. Especially in America, man. It's like, oh, you you can diet in your house. You can be like, okay, I've got control over this environment. I've got water in the fridge, four oranges, a tub of cottage cheese, and some whole wheat rice noodles. And you eat carefully. You eat, you know, you monitor everything. You're like, oh, I'm counting my calories and... I'll eat one orange, and then I'll go do some work on my computer, and then at noon I'll have a rice noodle wrapped in an orange, and then I'll stop, drink some water. You know, you have this whole routine, and then the minute you step outside, it's just like you're inundated with chips and popcorn and frozen yogurt and milkshakes and burgers and fries and... Oh, it's like the whole world's ganging up against you. It's like, remember that old uh, Snow White, that Walt Disney movie, Snow White? Remember? And she escapes from the evil witch's castle, and she starts running through the forest. And it's nighttime, and, like, the trees, they all kind of come alive. And the trees are like, the branches come alive, and they start bending over her and creating, like, a tunnel, and the branches start kind of grabbing at her and they get caught on her dress and she trips and they squeeze her tighter and tighter and tighter. That's what it feels like when you go outside, man. It just feels like the whole junk food world is creeping in around you. It's caving in around you. It's reaching out to get you with billboards and advertisings on the side of buses and bus stops and billboards on walls and airplanes pulling banners eat a big mac it's just like everything just crushing in on you man and then finally you get through the forest and you pass out and seven midget elves pick you up and you go why are you guys so short And they're like because we don't eat enough junk food oh god So there you go. I'm going to go get waterboarded to help cut back on my food consumption. 
okay, no, I'm not going to get waterboarded. I'm not going to. It's bad enough. I eat junk food. Why waterboard? Um, let's let's move on to something a little more pleasurable. Okay. I think you will really like this next story. Uh, I don't normally share, you know, my sexual exploits with the listeners, with you people. Okay. That's private bedroom stuff, intimate stuff. Okay. But. That being said, this this thing that happened to me was so out there, so completely sensual and erotic. I feel like I gotta I gotta tell you, I'm out having drinks the other night with some friends, you know. And you ever been in one of those situations where you're having drinks and one of your buddies invites like kind of a a, a rogue like person? He knows her, but nobody else at the table knows her. It's like a buddy of his. And so it was it turned out to be this gorgeous brunette. I mean, you know, she 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 was uh, I think he said she she worked in the administrative section of for some oil company or something. And we talked for a little bit and she was really smart and kind of charming and funny and I was just delighted and on top of it real easy on the eyes. And she had one of those like white blouses on. Maybe she had just come from work and it was kind of open a little bit at the top. I mean, you couldn't see anything, but you could see the cleavage. And she'd been stirring her drink with her fingers and she put the straw to her mouth and a drop of water kind of hit the top of her cleavage. And we both just kind of stopped our conversation and looked at it. And I was just like, uh. And then before we could say anything... It just kind of trickled down in between her cleavage, and her, her skin was kind of that nice tanned olive color. And she just gave me this look with her big blue eyes, and she had this incredible, like, red lipstick on. And she goes, oh, my, that's embarrassing. And I go, I go, gosh, yeah. And she goes, how would you like to come to my apartment and dry me off? Okay, I know, hard to believe, right? So check it out. Let me fast forward. Here we are at her apartment. She puts the key in the door, opens the door. Before I can walk in, she turns around and in the hallway, grabs my belt, unbuckles the top buckle, rips it back, and... We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hi, this is Harlan Williams asking for your vote to become the next president of the United States of America. Hi, folks. I'm Harlan Williams, a Canadian with American citizenship, and I'm looking to be the first Canadian president of the United States of America. If elected your president, all mountains and large hills will be flattened down. Space shuttles will now run red-eye flights between Los Angeles and Boston. Walt Disney will be renamed Walt Suck My Granny's Fart Bubbles. I'm Harlan Williams, and I approve this message. Harlan Williams for president. Now let's go boil some ass. Now back to our show. Pulls my pants up, puts my belt back on, whispers in my ear and says... No need to sleep over. 
but why don't you be back here tomorrow night at 8 o'clock so I can do it again? Are you, can you believe that happened to me? Unbelievable, man. I mean, I, I just had to share that with you. That is, that is the fantasy stuff that most guys dream of, and it happened to me, okay? So, and I'm not trying to rub it in your face or anything, but it's just such a phenomenal ex, you know, sexploit that I, wow. Anyways, enough of that. I feel like I'm bragging or something. Let's get right back to the show. Harlan, there's a little bird. He keeps talking to me when I open a refrigerator. He says, See? Look at I open the fridge again. I'm closing the I'm closing the fridge. I'm turning on the Harlan Highway. Uh hello, uh silly listener. Um, wow. Well, you know, sometimes in life we make mistakes. This could have been a big one. Uh, to this caller, wow. I hate to break it to you, um, guy, but that wasn't a bird in your fridge. Okay? That was a drop. Yeah, that was, that was a riff. That was a... A, well, you know what? Just just listen. Listen to it dropped in to these songs and know that in your fridge lives one of the hottest new drops on the club scene in the world. Congratulations. Oh, yeah, this party just getting started, player. Uh-huh, that's right. Give me a little James Brown. So you hang on to that little treat sitting in your fridge right next to the butter and the uh, cheese whiz. Because what you have there, my friend, is nightclub gold. Ah, yes, just looking for ways to help my listeners. And if you want to uh, drop me a phone message, you know the number, 888-500-2090. I wonder what the hell's in your fridge. And speaking of fridge, this is a guy I'd like to stuff in a fridge and put on ice for the the rest of eternity, but I can't. Uh, It's the second Friday of the month. 
Oh, God. I'm already feeling my blood pressure go up. I got to do my on-air therapy session with Dr. Ascot. The powers that be that run my podcast think I'm a loose cannon. So they insist that in order to, uh, you know, avoid any litigation or any type of trouble with the podcast, that they make it perfectly clear that I am getting mental help on the air where everyone can see it. Full disclosure, they call it. Everyone can hear it. They can. It's just embarrassing to me. I don't know if I trust this guy's credentials. Let's get it over with. My therapy session with Dr. Ass caught. God. Hello, Arland. Hello, Dr. Ascot. Hello, Arland. I just said, hello, Dr. Ascot. Hello, Arland. Why are you saying it over and over? It's always friendly to greet someone, Arland. Well, we just greeted each other. Why three times? As Lionel Rinchy once said, Arland, once, twice, three times a lady, Arland. What does that even mean? And it's Lionel Richie, not Lionel Rinchy or whatever you said. Arland. And stop calling me Arland. Arland. Ah, what are we doing, Dillweed? Arland. <sighs> what are we doing today, Dr. Ascot? Arland, today I thought we'd dip into your family tree, Arland. My family tree? Yes, Arland. Many of the secrets, the mysteries, and the traumas are hidden in our past, Arland. Okay, I guess that's a valid statement coming from you, Arland. Well, it rings true, I gotta be honest. Does... All kinds of psychological problems come from our past. Exactly, Arland. And that's why I want to get into your family tree today, Arland. Okay, you know what? That could almost be interesting. Excellent, Arland. I'm glad you're open to exploring your family tree. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I think I I think I could find some interesting things maybe I didn't know. I did. Where are you going? Never mind me, Arlen. I'm just going to the closet. Continue talking. Oh, well, you know, there might be some, some relatives, some relations in my, in my... What is that you're pulling out of the closet? Keep talking, Arlen. There might be some people in my family's history that I had no knowledge of that maybe... What in the hell is that? Arlen, it's a piece of your family tree, Arlen. What are you talking? That looks like a giant tree branch. Exactly, Arland. A family tree branch. Are you insane? That looks like there's pine cones on that thing and pointy pine needles. That's like a... That thing's like 12 feet long. Exactly, Arland. Some people have a very long family tree, and I'm suspecting you do as well, Arland. Okay, I get it. It's a symbolic thing, right? Exactly, Arlen. Now start talking about some of the members of your family. Well, I bring the family tree closer to you. Okay, well, there was my great-great-grandfather, William. Ow, ow! Ow, what are you doing? Ow! Arlen, hold still while I rub the family tree on your face. Ow! Ow! Get it off, idiot! Get it off! What's the matter, Arlen? 
I've got pine needles sticking out of my face. It looks like I was hit by a porcupine. Let me... Ow! Ow! I got, now i got to pull these things out one by one, you moron. Ow! Alan, sometimes our family's history hurts. And that's the lesson today. Keep talking about your family, Arland. No, because I know what you're going to do. You're going to rub that tree branch in my face again. Arland, families can cause pain, Arland. Don't even think about it, Ascot. Arland, who else is in your family? Okay, there was my aunt... Azalea on my mother's side. Ow! 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 ow. Idiot! I've got pine cones on my eyes. Ah! The sap! It burns! That's right, Arlen. Feel your family's pain, Arlen. Ow! Get it out of my face! Ow! Stop whipping me with the tree! Ow! Arlen, here's one for your granddaddy. Ow! Here's one for grandmama. Ow! Ow! Here's one for your stupid sisters. Ow! 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 Get out of here! I wasn't finished, Arland. I still have to shove your cousins in your face and rustle them around. I have 14 cousins. You're not... Get that stupid branch out of here! Well, look at the end, Arland. There's a hornet's nest hanging in the family tree. A what? A hornet's nest. Here. Ow! Ow! Get them off! Ow! Ow! Where did you go, Arland? Arland? Come back, Arland. I have Paul Bunyan here. He wants to rub your shoulders. Arland? Arland? I hate getting pulled over. Remember the old days you get pulled over? There was that nice soft siren. It was like, woo! You just slide over to the side. Now they sneak up behind you. They got that... for Curly from the Three Stooges to walk up to my window and poke me in the eyes. It's Harlan Williams. Oh, yeah. Snuck a little stand-up in there at the end. Little bit of the old stand-up routine. The most dangerous job in the world, stand-up comedy. Have you ever heard that? That uh, most people, their, their, their biggest fear in life is public speaking. And many uh, many people consider stand-up a, uh, a dangerous job, not in a physical sense, but just in a psychological sense, I guess. Um, and you know what? I have to agree. It, it can be damn terrifying. Um, do you have a dangerous job? Uh, well, here's something. Uh, I don't know... <sighs> I read that this uh this this crab catching thing is dangerous. You know the the biggest uh the deadliest catch thing. And so uh, I put a piece together on what they are calling the most dangerous job in the world. Here we go. Hey, it's Harlan Williams here and you're listening to the Harland Highway. Is your job dangerous? Have you uh, have you been watching this show, The Deadliest Catch, on A and E or the Discovery Channel or something? They're claiming apparently the most dangerous job in the world 
is crab fishing. The concept of the show is these guys go out off the coast of Alaska and they go out in the turbulent seas and they pull up crabs. And I guess they're trying to make it exciting and ooh, ooh look, they've pulled up some more crabs. Ooh. And then five minutes later, oh my god, look, they've pulled up. What do they got? Oh, oh crabs. I mean, is it really that crazy to do fathers leave for work? Honey, I'm I'm off to work. Oh, no. Please don't go. Honey, I have to go. No. I'm never going to see you again. The children are never going to see their daddy. Honey, I've got to get crab meat to Red Lobster. No, don't do it. I want you to melt the butter while I'm gone, because when I come back, we're going to have delicious succulent crab legs. Oh, my God. Hurry. Go, go. Oh, I can't wait till you get home with the crab meat. Oh. I mean, what about race car driving and construction work? And how about the guy that uh, detonates bombs for the bomb squad? You think that guy's uh, sneaking up to a bomb and in the back of his head he's like, well, I've got to detonate this bomb for the Bob Squad, but thank God it's a bomb and not a crab. Oh my God, can you imagine if it was a crab? Yeah, I'll tell you what the most dangerous job in the world is. Being right here as host of the Harland Highway. Oh my god, what's that under my desk? Oh my god, oh, oh, back! Keep away, keep away! Crap! Yeah, I'm a firefighter. Thank god I don't go out for crabs. I'm a stuntman. I drive motorcycles over uh, cliffs. But thank god I don't catch crabs. I'm a tightrope walker. I walked across Niagara Falls on a strand of thread in my bare feet. And I think from my vantage point, I could see crabs down below me in the water. Thank God I wasn't down there grabbing them and picking them up in the traps because that's much more dangerous. Oh, boy. Uh, All right. Well, speaking of dangerous work. Dangerous work, uh, going back to stand-up comedy being dangerous. How about this? Uh, if you want to see me in the danger zone, how about June 23rd, 24th, and 25th at the San Jose Improv? The San Jose Improv in uh, San Jose, California. Uh, you can go to harlowwilliams.com, click on my stand-up schedule, get all the info. Would love to see you up there. Going to be doing like an hour-long show, just bringing it. Bringing the danger, bringing the crabs. Um, No, I don't have crabs. What am I saying? Um, Don't forget you can pick up the show on Stitcher.com. There's a free app there for your cell phone. Um, Not to mention, we have the Harland uh, Highway, HarlandWilliams.com merch store where you can pick up T-shirts, DVDs, books, things of the like. And uh, that's it. That's all we got for today, folks. I hope you had a a wunderbar time. Love it that you're riding along with me. Hope we're putting a smile on your face, your big happy face.
Um, and that's it. That's all I got. I'd tell you to go uh, get some crab, but I've got to say, till next time, chicken chow mein, baby. Oh,